0: This is Optimal Relationships Daily, Episode 647, What I Wish Someone Had Told Me Right After My Breakup, Part 1, by Eddie Corbano of lovesagame.com. Hello everybody, I am Greg Audino, and welcome back to the podcast where I narrate content to improve the different relationships in your life. Today I am covering Part 1 of a post from breakup recovery expert Eddie Corbano, got two parts total. Got to break them up for those of us who can only read for so long like myself. (laughs) Look, um, many times we only learn things in hindsight, but sometimes, like today, we can listen and learn from people like Eddie who have been there and done that and catch the right information in the right moment. So we're going to get right into his post and start optimizing your life. What I wish someone had told me right after my breakup, part one by Eddie Corbano of lovesagame.com. When you find yourself alone after a breakup, the majority of your prospective problems right after will come from the fact that you are now on unknown, potentially hostile territory, like you've been transported to another frightening reality. You feel alone, scared, not knowing what the future holds for you. A whole new range of emotions keep pattering on you, making you not recognize yourself, The first few weeks are confusing and disturbing. So, the foremost purpose of this article is to give you strength and hope to make it through this undefined and uncharted territory at the beginning of a breakup. I will try to show you what is waiting for you, both the good and the ugly stuff. A map through that dark territory. So, please read carefully. Everything you will read is based on experience from so many who have made it through this and who have come out as a better version of themselves. It will help you to get some clarity during this confusing time where nothing seems to make sense. A Silver Lining Yesterday, I caught myself observing my wife while she was reading a book. She has this special, weird way that she holds the book in one hand and rests her forehand on the other. I suddenly started thinking about how incredibly lucky I am. If I could have constructed a woman that would fit best with me and the person I am, it would be exactly someone like her. In fact, she's even better than I could have constructed because she's not perfect. Perfection doesn't exist, and if it did, I am convinced that we would bore ourselves to death with a perfect partner. Instead, my wife is challenging, always testing my boundaries, spicing my life with her colorful emotional facets. At that moment, I thought, what would have happened if somebody were to give me this exact picture of her and her description back during the very beginning of my breakup? How would I have felt if I knew that one day in the future I would have her by my side, loving me, accepting me as I am, and standing beside me no matter what? Would my pain have gone away instantly? Would I have been relieved? Would I somehow have changed my way? The answer is most probably not, because breakup recovery is not about sudden epiphanies that have the power to change everything. We must understand that There isn't a set of words, a magic pill, or a glance into the future that can heal us overnight. It is about a process, a journey during which we change ourselves for the better. The Panic Right after the split, you feel numbness, as if something strange has happened and you're not really sure what. Unfortunately, this doesn't last long. Soon you will enter a new phase. An experienced, sheer, archaic, I-can't-make-it-alone existential panic. The kind of panic the Stone Age man experienced when he found himself abandoned and alone, surrounded by wild animals. It's an irrational, deep-wired, fight-or-flight fear that makes us do all the stupid things we do, like pleading, calling, or harassing our exes. What you must do is simply accept this and understand that this panic is not you. It's just an automatic reaction to an existential threat. After that comes the pain. The pain. And for the time being, the pain is there. You must accept this. The pain is there simply because the relationship mattered to you. You felt an honest, passionate, authentic, deep down love for your partner. And that is a great thing. That's a beautiful thing. That means that you can feel honest love that you're capable of believing in someone, cherishing the people that you care most about. And that is the foundation of every fulfilling long-term relationship. Whoever becomes your partner in the maybe not so distant future will know how to appreciate that. They will be lucky to have found you. My wife isn't like my ex at all. And back during my breakup, I really thought that it would be absolutely impossible ever to find someone again who was that compatible to me like I thought my ex was. Man, was I wrong. I didn't even know what was possible. It's like I had read two pages of the big book of relationships and thought I knew what I wanted and needed. So far from the truth. The no contact rule. Quote, you can't always get what you want, but if you try sometimes, well, you just might find you get what you need. By the Rolling Stones. I know that you feel the urge to contact your ex, to talk to them, to ask them what the hell happened, to just see them one more time. It's a normal human reaction. But hold on here. Trust me when I say this because I've been doing this since 2005, the truth is you won't find relief in talking to them. You won't find the answers. You won't find closure. All you will find is pain and frustration. I understand that you're hoping to get them back. I understand that you want to stay friends with them so they don't disappear completely out of your life. I know all of that. But you must trust me now and believe in my expert knowledge that this is a huge mistake. You have to start the 60 days of no contact. I walk you through it step by step when you join my newsletter. If you think that you can't do that or you just don't want to, then you do what you have to do and see where it gets you. I don't mean that in a bad way. Some of us simply need to go through this experience before committing ourselves to the no-contact rule. Following this rule is the essential factor if you want to get over your ex the fastest and cleanest way possible. And if there is the slightest infinitesimal chance of getting back together again, you will make the best out of it if you manage to regain your true self and think with your head instead of your bleeding heart. That's the first active step you must take on your own. I can't make you. I can show you the way, but you have to stand up and go. Believe me, I know how you feel. I know your pain. I've gone through every single phase of it, back and forth. I know how hard it is to do anything. But if you want to get better, you must be active. Passiveness will kill you. Stand up and fight for your life and happiness. You just listened to part one of the post titled, What I Wish Someone Had Told Me Right After My Breakup by Eddie Corbano of lovesagame.com. And thank you so much to Eddie. I'll finish the rest of the post for you tomorrow, but I really enjoyed today's takeaways about the fact that breakup recovery is indeed a process, as is healing from any significant trauma. Those who say it's not, those who say you can just snap your fingers and decide to stop feeling the way you do, are probably just the types in this industry that are looking for some pocket lining. So please tread carefully, my friends. Now, I hope you enjoyed the first part of this two-parter featuring Eddie's thoughts as much as I did. Find out what he has to say in the rest of the article in tomorrow's episode, Where Your Optimal Life Awaits.